Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started. I want to be respectful of everyone's time. I just want to thank everybody for joining. Uh, we have some people that was on from last week, so thank you for coming back and uh, joining us today. We have an amazing woman of God that's going to be sharing with us today. I'm going to go ahead and introduce her, and then I'm going to turn it over to her. Just give me one moment to turn off this music. Okay, so for today, we have my kingdom sister that is joining us. She is going to just bless us. I just know that God has given her so much to share with us today, and I'm excited. Uh, so our speaker for today is Zanetta Baker. And Zanetta, she is a professional registered nurse of 26, 26 years, excuse me, of nursing experience, okay? She's a licensed minister for over 17 years. She is a, excuse me, let me let this person in, I'm sorry. Okay, so, uh-oh, one second. Sorry, everybody. Okay, so uh, 17 years as a, over 17 years as a licensed minister, she is a certified legal nurse consultant of seven years, a certified pastoral counselor of two and a half years, board certified Christian counselor with the American Association of Christian Counselors International Board of Professional Christian and Pastoral Counselors since 2020 and an owner of Roots of Life Christian Council Ministries LLC since June 2019. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Nursing, a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Counseling with a concentration in counseling women, teenagers, families, engaged and married couples. She is also a certified marriage facilitator and qualified to provide marital assessments through the Prepare and Wrench Marital Program. She is certified in evidence-based Christian counseling can treat individuals dealing with depression anxiety through a 10-week biblical counseling session offered through her counseling ministry at no charge and has counseled couples and women. She has experience in psychiatric nursing, caring for individuals with severe mental health disorders and currently pursuing her PhD in psychology, developmental psychology. Oh my goodness. Okay. And she is a part of the Christian Care Connect Network of Qualified Christian Counselors in the local Central Florida area. And she can be found online at connect.aacc.net. She is an active member in her church as leader of the medical team ministry and volunteers her time to members in need through the pastoral care ministry. She has overcome her own plethora of physical struggles with abandonment issues with family, attempted suicide as a teenager, emotional, psychological abuse in her previous marriage that ended in divorce and single parents of one. She is a woman of great faith, godly compassion, supernatural strength, integrity, and perseverance and modeling a godly representation of hope restoration and victory for others who are broken in spirit, mind, and body as she once used to be. Ladies, 
I introduce to you, and I have to come on camera for this, I'm sorry. I introduce to you my kingdom sister. Okay, I call her Dr. Z, so y'all don't have to excuse me. I call her Dr. Z because that's what I've always known her as. First time I met her, I'm like, yeah, not Zanetta to me, Dr. Z. Okay, that's what I call her. This is my girl, y'all. This is my girl, and I'm just so blessed to have her in my life. I'm thankful that God um, has brought us together. Okay, this is a godly connection, a godly relationship. And I'm just so thankful that she said yes to join us today to share with us. Okay, so Dr. Z, the floor is yours. Dr. T, thank you. See, I was trying to save my tears for the end (laughs) because I know they're coming. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) My kingdom sister, Dr. T. (laughs) I am humbly grateful for this opportunity um, to share on mindset and mental health. So thank you again. Thank you so much for extending the invitation to be a speaker on your platform. Thank you. Um, So without further ado, I'm ready to get into this. I was up to 11 o'clock last night finishing up. And when I tell you God is like an 1159 (laughs) hour putting stuff, I mean, just I'm like, okay, Lord, can I go to sleep? Like I need some rest for tomorrow, but it's all good. So I'm excited. And I hope y'all are too. (laughs) And even if you're not, I'm going to be excited for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So when you're ready, I have my presentation. Okay. Okay. Let me know if you're able to share your screen. Um, Let me see. Am I to click something i don't see anything no here let me see oh wait share screen Mm -hmm. okay awesome and let me um Okay, so you can see my screen? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so let me, um, here we go. Okay. Okay, so mindset and mental health will be my topic for today's discussion. So the topics of discussion, what is a mindset? What is mental health? What does the Bible say? What are two categories of mindsets? And then what are some types of mindsets? What are two qualities of mental health? How to combat the battlefield of the mind? And then we will conclude. So what is a mindset? We hear it all the time, but what is the definition of a mindset? It is a set of self schemas 
which are beliefs that shape how you make sense of yourself, who am I, others, how do we relate to other people based on what we know of ourselves? How do we make sense of the world? Meaning how do I fit in with the world, my purpose with other people? And then how do I make sense of God? Do you have a relationship? All of those, all of these categories fit into our self schemas, our beliefs that we set um, that shapes us. These have the power to influence how we think, how we feel, and how we behave. So let's start off with the beliefs first, because I don't think too many of us really take inventory of why do I think the way that I think? Why do I feel the way that I feel? And then why do I behave the way that I do? Your beliefs first, where do they come from? Have you ever stopped to think about why do I believe what I believe? And then what's the root? What's the foundation? Where did it come from? Is it traditionally based? You know how oh, we say, oh, it runs in the family. It's just things that we do. It's tradition. Is it culturally based, based on the culture, be it African-American, Asian, whatever the culture is? Is it because of the culture I base my beliefs around that? Is it biblically based? Is it according to God's word? his will, his way, and walk of life? Do I center my mindset and my beliefs behind that? Or is it worldly based? Do I pull from the world? Do I look to the world to help me set how I'm to think, how I'm to feel, and how I'm to behave? Do I base who I am based on world standards? Do I base how I relate and treat other people based on how the world treats other people? Do I base my beliefs and what am I to do in this world? How do I fit in based on what we see on TV or what others are projecting and modeling before us? Do I base my mindset on that or do I base it again on God? Do I have a relationship with God? Do I know his word? Do I know who he called me to be? All of these things has the power to influence how I think, how we feel, and how we behave. That it all works in one. Thinking does not occur in absence of feeling. Feeling does not occur in absence of thinking or behaving. And behavior is based on what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. It all goes together. So what is your mindset? What is mental health? Mental health is a combination of three interrelated parts. It encompasses our psychological well-being, our emotional well-being, 
and our social well-being. It embodies the whole person. It is a holistic perspective. We are not viewed in just in parts. Um, and I think we do that a lot. We just see one aspect and we take that one aspect to explain the whole picture. Nah, you got to look at the person and, and their entirety, spirit, mind, and body. What's the condition of your spirit? The condition of your spirit is gonna influence my mind, what I'm thinking based on your schemas. What are your beliefs? What's your belief system? What's your mindset like? And then the body. The body encompasses your physical health, your soul, which is the heart that holds our emotions, how we feeling. The quality of our mental health, just like the mindset, affects how we think, how we feel, and how we behave. One does not operate without the other. If one is poor, the other is going to be poor. Poor mindset, poor mental health. Poor mental health, poor mindset. One cannot, it's an oxymoron <laughs> to say I got good, I, I, I have a good belief system, but I'm poor in mental health. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. If one is down, the other is down. If one is up, the other is up holistic perspective. So what does the Bible say? Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. Let me move this over and see if I did anything else. No. So that is coming from Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 2. So you see, I highlighted the three words that popped out. Conform, pattern, world. Transform, renewing, mind. Keep that in mind. So here we go. We are shaped by our experiences. The Bible explicitly states, do not conform. Conformity is setting yourself, it's mimicking the pattern, the styles, the ways, the work of the world. Do not, why you think God said, don't do that, why? The world's in opposition of God's ways. God's ways is not the world ways. The world ways is not God's ways. They are completely in opposition. So why would we conform to a pattern, a style, a walk, a work of the world <laughs> that's against God, but we call ourselves Christians, but we're conforming to a system that's against God? Do not conform. Conform is exactly what it is. I am conforming. I'm mimicking. I want to be like the world. Whatever the world is doing, I want to do that. And in doing that, 
inevitably we are shaping our minds to the experiences of the world <laughs> and thus it begins to show itself in how we think and how we feel and how we behave and then you start to develop your mindset around that around the patterns that are equivalent to the world's ways but then it contrasts and says, now become, transform. The outcome of renewing your mind is transformation. Renew the mind, then you're transformed. You are now in the active process of becoming something you used to be through the process of renewing. Now you're something else. Transforming, you can't go back. The great example is the butterfly, okay? The butterfly wasn't always a butterfly. It started as a worm, a slimy little creature crawling on the ground who seems insignificant, small, looked over, worthless, meaningless, no value, <laughs> Who would think something that small, insignificant, slimy, appears disgusting, no value during renewment, the cocoon phase, dark place, experience, the outcome, the transformation is a beautiful, colorful butterfly that's not crawling anymore. The thing is flying, but it had to go through a process. It had to go through a transformation stage that wasn't pretty. The cocoon is dark. The cocoon, you're isolated. Doesn't that remind us of our experiences we may encounter in life? whatever it may be, we all, I'm sure, have experienced some dark place, some experience that almost broke us, that could have taken us out. But maybe that could have been God's way of using that experience to transform you into something else that he created and designed us to be. Second Corinthians 5.17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old is gone, the new has come. That's transformation, y'all. That's a process of renewing. Renewing, see, the Bible did not say renewed mind. Renewed mind is done. It's over with. It's renewed it's over in its past no it's renewing meaning this thing is constant we are constantly being renewed constantly 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 by experiences god does not waste no experience we go through from the time we're born those experiences are designed to shape us when our mindsets is biblically based on him when our mental health is in good, positive uh, 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 shape um, and we focus 
our again, our mind, keeping our mind on Christ. And we understand the experience is not meant to break me, but it's to bless me. It's not meant to curse me, <laughs> but it's to grow me. That's where you start the stage of becoming. And he uses that to our advantage, but oftentimes we look at it as a disadvantage because it doesn't feel good in a process. Nothing worth growing most of the time don't feel good but it's working mm -hmm. for our good romans 8 28 and in all things god works for the what the good and all things notice it didn't say in good things it works for the good or in bad things it works for the good or in 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 different things it works for the good he said in all things that means everything Everything, y'all, excuse my language, <laughs> but that's what it is. And everything, he gonna work it out for our good. How? It's through transformation. It's through transformation. It's the continual renewing of my mind. Continuing renewing of my mind. We're living in a world of corruption. Constant corruption. That's why the renewing is constant. Because we want, we got to die daily to the flesh, one. Then we're living in a world that's in opposition of God. So this constant renewing is constantly shedding off, shedding off what the world's trying to throw at me, shedding off what the world's trying to, how the world's trying to break me, shedding it off, constantly renewing, constantly renewing. Y'all, you got to tell yourself, I'm in transformation. I'm in transformation. Listen, you're about to be a transformer if you're not already. And if you're already a transformer, you're going to continually be transforming, transforming until whatever purpose God has placed in you to fulfill while you're here on this earth, while you're alive and still breathing, you're going to continue the process of transformation. Every single one of us is going to continue the process of transformation until the purpose God placed in us is fulfilled and then he calls us home. So what are two categories of mindsets? As we stated in the last and in, in the last slide, conformed mindset or transformed mindset. So what are some characteristics, if you will, of a conformed mindset? It's stagnant and rigid. You're stuck. It's just stale. You're not growing. You're not moving forward in your life. You're rigid in your ways. You're unmovable. You're unwilling to change. You avoid the process of transforming because it don't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. And, but you prefer to fit in with the social norms. You, 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 you prefer to fit in with the pattern of the world's ways, of the world's walk, of the world's work. You resist and or procrastinate to change. You don't wanna change, it feels good right here. I'm comfortable where, where I'm at. It's working for me, but it's really not. If it's not to the glory of God and you're operating, 
and the calling and your gift and your talent and your abilities God equipped you with, you're not growing. Low self-esteem and low self-worth oftentimes accompanies one's resistance to change because you don't feel good about yourself. I feel low. I don't feel significant. I don't feel I'm valuable. I don't feel as though I have anything to contribute to anybody or to the world. Low self-esteem, going back to the mindset when I said your set of schemas, if that's how you're feeling, you need to address that. Let's go all the way back to the root. If I don't feel good about myself, if I don't feel like I have anything to contribute to anything, to anybody or to the world, you might need to go back and start reevaluating your belief systems. What do you believe about yourself? Are you aligning yourself with who God says you are and has called you to be? Every single one of us is fearfully and wonderfully made. Every single one of us was birthed with purpose. Nobody was birthed as an accident. No matter what mama may say, papa may say, family may say, the world may say, if you're alive and breathing, purpose is within you. A conformed mindset has a low self-awareness of their own strengths. Just as I said, if you don't know that you were birthed with purpose, then Sorry, I had to let somebody in. Okay. If you didn't know that you were birthed with purpose, you may, you may be completely oblivious and unself-aware of your own strengths. Instead, you place high emphasis on your weaknesses. I can't do this. I don't have that. I'm not like that. I don't have this many degrees. I can't go to school. I can't learn. Listen, we can come up with a million excuses of what not to do, but we can't even offer up one thing we can do. That's a conformed mindset. I don't want to do anything. I'm comfortable where I'm at because I can't do such and such and such. <laughs> God created something in each and every one of us. And if you don't know, go back to your creator. He'll tell you. I'll show you. We began to compare ourselves to others when we don't know our strengths. When we complain about what we can't do, we focus so much on the weaknesses. And it's in that instances we began to compare ourselves to other people. And women are notorious for doing that. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Women are notorious for looking at your sister, hating on your sister because she got a degree and you don't. Hating on your sister because her hair is straight, your hair is kinky. Hating on your sister because she wearing a nice dress and you're not. I mean, 
some of the most futile, simple things we, we compare ourselves to. And let me tell you, when we do that, we are in essence denying ourselves. You're hating on your own self when you compare yourself to somebody else, thinking that they have what you can't get. Whatever that person has, God gave it to them. And if we're talking about the same God, guess what? You got access to, you can get it too. Why are you comparing yourself to someone else when God can give it to you as well? Listen, the word says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, when they measure themselves by themselves, and compare themselves with themselves, they are not wise. The Bible said, if you send up the and you compare yourself or by yourself to somebody else, you are unwise. You're unwise. And then with that, you begin to envy others' successes silently. And you do not actively seek to become better versions of yourself. I really know because it's prevalent again among us women goes to show, I don't think we really stop and think about this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing to myself. When you think you hating on your sister, honey, you hating on you. You hating on yourself. You that there's no harm to the person who you think you're envying or you want what they have. You are hating and doubting and putting away everything God put in you. You're disregarding that. And the question is why? Why? No one doesn't have more than what God can't give to you as well. With a transformed mind set now in contrast after you done gone through some stuff you recognize God is trying to do a new thing in your life but you got to go through some things when you come out of that you are flexible you're bendable you have now endured the process you understand what it takes this builds up your perseverance your endurance, you are now adaptable to change because you have a renewed mindset. Your perspective has now changed. You understand that I used to be that. I used to be that worm feeling insignificant, feeling overlooked, feeling invaluable. But now that I have infused the word of God into my mind and I'm allowing him to renew me like a cycle, I now who start seeing the world a different way. I embrace the change. I now start accepting who I am. I know who I is. <laughs> okay. High self-esteem now becomes your norm. High self-worth. You know your worth. You know you're valuable because God says you are. You know your self-esteem. I think highly of myself and it's different from a conceited thought. It is a humbled high self-esteem. 
You are aware now of your weaknesses, but you do not focus on your weaknesses. You focuses, you focus on your strength. Your strength now will combat your weaknesses. And over time, because renewing is continual, it is until the day we die, God will work on those weaknesses because ain't nobody perfect. Nobody don't have it all together. And if they do, look at them side eye. Like for real, for real. We all are growing. We all got some shit in do. We are all in a, some level of renewing towards that transformation. We all will not be transformed into our new bodies until God calls us home, until we're raptured, until the rapture. Then we will be in our new formed bodies and our transformed bodies. But while we're here on this earth serving the purpose, we got to go through that process of renewing. It's constant. It ain't going to feel good sometimes. But knowing that God's hands on me, he got me. He's going to continue to shed, to prune, to cut off what ain't growing. So what can grow will grow. You then become confident in your abilities and your skills, and your talents when you have that transformed mindset. You also don't, you look at other people as you would yourself. Because now that you understand the process, you now are eager to go back and help your system, encourage them, and support them. If they are not on the same trajectory as you, they might be a baby in Christ. They may not understand the process. They may experience a period of doubt. They might be in that cocoon phase and it's dark and they're focusing on the darkness but not understanding, baby, you in transformation. You are about to come out into the light. Encourage them because you understand now the process. You are excited when you see growth and others. You're not hating on them because they got a higher degree than you do. Listen, be happy for them. Yours might be just around the corner. You never know, but you're sitting up there and you hating and you comparing, okay? Transform mindset, transform mindset. And a transform mindset seeks, continually seeks to become a better version of themselves. Constant. Constant. Oof, I'm getting, I'm getting ha happy over here. <laughs> okay, where's my, there we go. So what are now some types of mindsets? So with the conformed mindset, we have a homeless mindset. This homeless mindset is one who is depressed, who is dark, who's allowed the experiences of life, the world, the conformity of the pattern of the world to get the best of them. Things are not going your way. Um, you've lost some things you thought were for you, but they really wasn't. You're depressed about that, you're hopeless. You feel like there is just no hope. That's a homeless mi mindset. I feel like I don't have no place. I have no place. Where do I fit? I don't have nowhere to go. 
Mm, the imprisoned mindset. This is one that's angry. You're doubtful. You're the vengeful. You want what they got, but you can't get it. So now you angry. You want to hurt somebody. Why? Why? When everything again, someone else got you, you can get to. But it starts with your mindset. Have you checked you? <laughs> have you checked your thoughts? Have you checked your thoughts? And then with your thoughts, have you checked your feelings? Because again, a thought does not occur in the absence of a feeling and a feeling and thoughts does not occur in the absence of the behavior. It's a result of what you're thinking and what you're feeling. That imprisonment was going on. Listen, we are our worst enemies. It's not another person. 99% of the time is you, is us. It ain't the other person, is you. The shallow mindset. This is the one who feels that material things will fulfill the emptiness that I feel. The things that I think I can't get, I'll seek fulfillment in material. Material things, cars, money, clothes, fashion. I mean, anything that's going to fade, it's gonna go away. When we leave this earth, that stuff ain't going with you. So why would you put that much value in something that's gonna fade away? It's gonna corrode. It's gonna go bye-bye. And you left with what? Shallow, it's superficial. It's materialistic. And then this fixed mindset, this is the one that, again, stuck. I'm staying right where I'm at. It feels good. I want to grow. I'm good. I'm all right. I stay where I'm at. I I'm fine. Things are working the way I want to. Underneath that is an element of control. And control, most of the time, is motivated by fear. I don't want to let go because I don't know what's on the other side. I don't want to change because I don't know the unknown. It's natural to some degree to have a little bit of, okay, of the unknown. But again, when you put your trust in God and knowing that the plans that he has for your life is not for harm, but it's for good, that should help alleviate feeling fearful feeling to need to control every single aspect of your life when God is the ultimate controller. He's the one that created you. You didn't create you. He created you. So if he created you, he got your blueprint. <laughs> he know your ending from your beginning. Contracts, the transformed mindset. What are some types of the transformed person? Renewed mindset. I'm renewed. I'm feeling I'm a new creature. I was a worm feeling insignificant. Now I'm a butterfly. I'm soaring high. I'm growing. I'm uh, feeling free. I am renewed. Life, you have a new perspective on life, okay? The growth mindset. I'm now growing because transformation and renewing is continual. It's an it's inevitable not to grow. It's part of the package. That driven 
mindset now. So I'm a new creature. I'm continually in this process of growing. I'm driven to do all that God has called me to do. Whatever that purpose is, I'm driven to succeed. I'm driven to complete it. I'm driven to get the job done. I'm driven. Why? Because I want to hear God say, good, my faithful servant. For all that I've given in you, you went out and you and and and, and you uh you put it to work, you reaped the harvest, you took the talents I gave you, you grew them and made a profitable return, not in finances, but the rewards are stored up in heaven when we put to use the gifts, the talents, the uh, skills, whatever it is, the passion for something God put in all of us, we're driven now to act on it, to do it. And then the end result is that kingdom mindset. When you know you ain't working for you, it is not about the world, but I'm doing all this for the glory of God. He's going to get the glory out of everything. It's not, a, it's not about the number of degrees you got. It's not about the number of certifications you have. It's not about uh, how much money you got in your bank. It's not about what kind of car you drive, how many cars you got. It's not about none of that. It's about serving God. It's about going back and helping your brothers and sisters succeed because we are all in essence, one big family. Yes, my color is different. Yes, my hair is different. Yes, I may talk a certain way different from you. Yes, I may walk with a little strut. You may not. It's all good when we know that we have one goal in mind is to serve him. That's your kingdom mindset. It don't matter. Listen, we were all created with flavor, if you will. Okay, some chocolate, some vanilla, (laughs) some pecan over there. It's all good. Listen, who just wants some plain vanilla? That's boring. Make us differentiate us. Make us look colorful. Make us look good. Come on now, the butterfly. I just love the butterfly. The butterfly is colorful, but it's beautiful. When it's all together, it looks beautiful. Come on now, that's the kingdom of God. We are all different, but yet we're one in the same. Oh, Lord, I'm really preaching myself happy today. (laughs) Okay, so what are two states of mental health? You got your poor mental health, and then you got your positive mental health. Now, we're living in a day and age, mental health, unfortunately, is stigmatized. And lots of people, because of that, will avoid seeking assistance, counseling, going to see a counselor, going to see a therapist, because of what they think the world might say or think of them. And when I say the world, the world can be... Um, within the family, uh, partner, friend, co-worker, employer. We hold on to what other people think more than what God thinks of us, okay? 
everybody has mental health, okay? It goes together with physical health. Are you not without physical health? Are you not without um, emotional health? Mental health, again, encompasses social well-being, psychological well-being, and our emotional well-being. When it becomes poor as a result of experiences, um, adversive experiences we may have encountered, be it from childhood or as an adult, any type of adversive experience you may have encountered, yes, it can impact our mental health, but it's how we handle it that will determine what state of the spectrum is gonna place me in. So with poor mental health, some of this is not an um, exclusive um, uh, characteristics, it's just to name a few, but some of them can include maladaptive coping skills and behaviors. This is, I'm under a lot of, I have encountered um, and traumatic, adversive experience. I was not surrounded by, and I'm giving examples, not surrounded by positive role mo models who can help me deal with what has just happened, whatever that may, may be, happened to you. So therefore now, you rely on what's available to you based on worldly st standards. Maladaptive is those things that does not work for the betterment of me getting healthy, okay? I might go drink a bottle of vodka to numb what I'm feeling, to numb the pain, to go smoke myself to death, to go sell my body, um, invite, I mean, all type of things that we do to our bodies to numb pain, to escape reality, because you don't want to deal or you don't have the capability of dealing with what you're feeling. You don't understand what you're feeling. How do I cope with this? How do I deal with, with this? And again, the reluctancy to not speak to a counselor or a therapist because of what the world might say of you doing so. Let's really think about that, okay? With poor mental health, we then become vulnerable to stress, not just psychologically, but physically as well. Because the body does not operate again, behavior um, and even internally, stress affects the bodily functions. There is undeniable evidence that shows with poor mental health, a company is poor physical health. Stress inflames the body. It inflames your internal organs. This is where high blood pressure comes into play. Your vessels has become so weak at, from the effects of stress, okay? It affects the vessels. Stress, okay? Um, cancer has been related as well to stress. Um, 
inflammatory bowel syndrome with your intestines, the, 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 um, uh, the constant, the frequent uh, bowel movements, the pain, all of that is a result of some type of chronic stress. Evidence has proven it. And it is just amazing to know it starts with the mind, starts with the mind. Emotional dysregulation. This is the inability to control your feelings, okay? The anger. Isn't it interesting how you can see a person and they're always angry? They're never happy. They're never joyous. Like what is going on? And you're okay in your body to be always angry, um, aggressive, hostile, mean, just all of those is not doing your body good. And it's, 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 uh, it's deteriorating your mental health when you hold on to anger, okay? And the following, and makes you on the other end of the spectrum. You become depressed, okay? Um, you don't want to do, do anything. You, you don't want to be around other people. I just want to stay isolated. Just let me be. Let me sulk in my sorrow, okay? Then you got the fear. I'm scared to change. I'm scared of what I'm feeling. I'm scared to let somebody know that I'm feeling this way. Why? Because I don't know what they'll think of me. And then I feel hopeless. I mean, we create these negative stories in our head of what we think other people might say, but then you never went to get help. So how do you know someone will respond in that manner if you've never told, if you've never said anything, if you've never um, experienced help? Very interesting. We actually hold on to all this stuff because of what we think someone else might say. But it's hurting us in the interim. Okay. Then we think the negative thoughts. Again, where we're playing, we're ruminating negative thoughts, negative thoughts. They are constantly revolving in my head. The longer I cycle these negative thoughts in my head, I'm now creating this mindset of I'm no good. I don't, um, I don't deserve help, okay? I'm insignificant. I'm unworthy to receive any type of help, okay? No one loves me. All these type of negative things we sit up here and we tell ourselves is deteriorating your mental health, okay? In life, you then start to see life as the glass half empty. Everything is negative. Nothing is going well. Life is just blah. That's not how God created us to be. It completely goes against the word of God. These are all symptoms of a conformed mindset. Conform is rigid, okay? It's stagnant. It doesn't wanna grow. I want to stay where I'm at, but yet it's deteriorating me in, in the interim, okay? You then begin to, again, social withdraw yourself, isolate yourself from other people because you feel like I'm the only one in the world that's going through this. No one else will understand what I'm feeling, 
I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm a person all within myself. Out of the millions of people in this world, we tend to think we are the only soul that's experiencing adversity. Why is that? We are not. You see, that's the gateway when now the devil, you've given the devil a foothold in your life to make you think you are the only one that's experienced this. Nobody's going to help you. You can stay right where you are. You are just a little worm. You're not going to grow. Just stay there. You're insignificant. You ain't going to be anything. The devil is a liar. The Bible says he is the father of lies. So why do we entertain that? Why do we allow that to get the best of us, but yet it takes us away from, from whom God called us to be? We got to check ourselves. We got to check our mind, okay? All of these things, and again, this is just a snippet, but just these snippets, if you stay there left unchecked, unresolved, will lead high risk for experiencing some type of mental disorder. Inevitable, inevitable. Okay, this is where unfortunately society focuses more on now a person is just quote unquote psychotic. Okay, crazy is, is the term. I don't like to use that term because I don't see people as crazy. They're not. Take the time to understand what's the root cause. What bring it, is it organic? Because there are, again, some organic um, causes to some mental disorders. If the brain, okay, for example, if someone was born with a brain defect, um, evidence has shown that because of the formation of the brain, the neural circuitry of the brain, the functioning of the brain, affects how a person thinks, how they feel, and thus how they behave and act. So we really have to be real careful in how we start labeling people because they may act a certain way that's different from the norm or you know, think a different way um, that you know, appears just, Something not clicking or something not right. Yeah, you may be right, but don't label them. Don't judge them. I'm, I'm, I mean, pray for people. We are so quick to throw someone aside and not truly get to understand an individual. Listen, treat them like you want, want to be treated, okay? All of us, it takes just one traumatic experience and who knows, you might be on that end of the spectrum. Do you want to be labeled or mistreated or judged or any of that? We got to break the stigma. We got to be more cohesive and not divisive, okay? So with the positive mindset, now the positive state of mental health, this is one who has, yes, experienced adversity, but they have found e effective coping skills that's not detrimental to health, 
okay? It can be, for example, meditation, okay? Just centering self, clearing the thoughts, clearing mind, taking, removing yourself from either the atmosphere, the people, environment that you feel is causing you distress. It's in your right to just remove yourself, okay? It's okay to cut off people who you feel are not contributing to your well-being. That's okay. That's your right to do that. No one can't say you wrong. If they put your mouth on you, well, then there's something wrong with them, okay? <laughs> you do what you have to do, what's best for your mental health. Protect your mental health, okay? You got to live with yourself for the rest of your life. So why not take care of it? Why not adopt effective coping skills that's gonna help you succeed in life? according to the plan and purpose God has set for you, okay? The positive mindset is resilient to stress, okay? I think of resiliency like a rubber band, okay? A rubber band that's nice and tight, and I don't ha have one here, but a rubber band that's nice and tight, okay? If you stretch it, you know, you can feel the tension, right? You, you're pulling and you're pulling. When you let, let it go, it it, it recoils back to its original position, back to its original uh, state, even though it was stressed a little bit, okay? But it can recoil right back. But you notice that if you continually to stretch the rubber band, eventually over time, it will begin to lose its elast elasticity, right? The more you stretch it, but it'll still it'll still recoil back to a, its original state of position. That's resiliency, a picture of resiliency. Yes, we're all gonna experience some level of stress. That's undoubtedly, that's life. We are all gonna experience some, but it's how we handle it. Do we allow the stress, the tension to get the best of us or do we get the best of it and recoil and bounce right back into position? Okay, emotional regulation is your ability to manage and control your emotions. Okay, you're not one that gets easily angered. Okay, roll with the punches. Just it is just okay. I'm not gonna allow that to control me, whatever experience I may encounter, what whatever unpleasant interaction. I may have with a person, with on a job, um, whatever it is. Don't allow that to get you out of character, okay? You are the positive mental health knows how to manage and regulate their responses to things, to people, to places, okay? They exhibit characteristics of joyful, okay? They're um, hopeful. They have the optimistic mindset, okay? They look at life as the glass half full, okay? Now, this is different from one who's just happy all the time, um, like faking it, so to speak. That's different. That's, a, that's the conformity, 
me just fit in and but <clears throat> but that's not what's really going on you're not that's okay so that's different okay we're talking one who truly embraces the good the bad the ugly the indifferent but because you got that transformed mindset and you know that God is working some things out okay this may be working for my good I may not see it yet I may not see the writing on a wall I may not see the end result but I know God is still in control because he said in his word I got a plan for you it's a plan for success it's a plan for hope that's what we hold on to. That's where the hopefulness come into play because the hope is in Christ. It's not in man, it's not in the world and it's in other people, okay? The empathy is your ability to feel others' um, emotions, your, your ability to understand what they're feeling, okay? Um, because you understand you, okay? And then the peaceful, it's that peace of God. Come on now, that passes all understanding. When hell is breaking loose, you still got, you still in your right mind. You still in a peaceful state. So peaceful. That's one who knows who they are in God, okay? They know who their strength come from. They're just peaceful, okay? When people say, how in the world you still, but you done went through this, or you done experienced that, Honey, that ain't nothing but the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Listen, and I'm a living witness to that because I still look back over my life and I'm like, how in the world, Zanetta? Sometimes you just got to talk to yourself. How in the world did you? But all I can say, that ain't nothing but God. That nothing but God. Listen, I'm not going to take no credit. That number, my father in heaven who worked that thing out and he obviously cared for me because he kept me here. Okay, it didn't break me, it made me. All right, now thinking positive thoughts is a positive person with positive mental health. Again, the opposite is the ruminating of the negativity. Okay, the positive mental health, I'm thinking good thoughts. You'll see on the next page why. Listen, I'm gonna think them good thoughts, positive thoughts. Life has enough negativity by itself. Why would we add more to that? Okay. <laughs> Let me think the positive thoughts. That's going to work more in your favor than ruminating on the negativity because that will take you down the rabbit hole of darkness. And we want to avoid that. Okay. And then a positive mental health seeks that social well-being. They desire to be in the company and the fellowship of other like-minded people, sisters in this regard, okay? We want to encourage our sisters, encourage you. They encourage someone else, so forth and so forth. If now we have built a community of positive, encouraging sisters who ain't hating on one another, but who want to see you elevate whatever God has for you, I want you to have that. I want you to step in it. 
I want you to be all that and a bag of chips, okay? <laughs> As they used to say back in the day. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Listen, when I'm happy for you, when you're happy for your sister, your blessing is around the corner. Sometimes I don't understand why as sisters, we don't get that. You hate on me, you hating on yourself. But if you're joyful and you're praising with me, sister, your blessing is right around the corner. And that's the word of God. Be happy, praise with your sister, bless them. Your blessing is around the corner, okay? All right, here we go. So now, how to combat the battlefield of the mind. Whew, help me Jesus. First thing we got to do now, tear down the negative thoughts and mindsets because it starts with you. The, the, uh, the, set, the mindset, again, the definition of the mindset is to set self-schemers believes that shape how you see yourself, okay? So if you're thinking these negative thoughts, if you're feeling insignificant, if you're feeling unworthy, if you're feeling unlovable, if you're feeling, I don't have it all together, I don't have um, the intelligence to pursue whatever it is, um, if you're sitting up there and comparing yourself to another sister because you think they have what you should have, stop it. Nip that in the bud right now. We need to tear them things down. Second Corinthians 10.5, okay? Explicitly states, cast down them in that imaginations. Cast them down. See, when I think of casting down, you know how you got something in your, something is in someone else's hand, but you want it. So you just snatch it. Give it to me. It's mine. Listen, we need to take them thoughts and snatch it out of your head. Okay. You don't belong there no more. Get out of my head. This is not who God called me to be. I am not that. Okay, I am not insignificant. I am not unworthy. You need to cast that thing down intentionally. Okay, any high thing that exalts itself against who God called you to be ain't nothing but the devil. And you need to bring that thing unto captivity, every thought to the obedience of Christ. That's word. Start operating in that. If that's what you're struggling with, those, those ruminating negative thoughts that it's taking you down a rabbit hole of depression, you got to tear that thing down, sister. You got to start that. Listen, nobody else can't do it for you. And God has given every single one of us the power to do it. Operate in your power and you start tearing down them thoughts. Why? So thinking the positive thoughts, when we now tear down the negative, we now replace them with the positive. The positive thoughts is now gonna start operating in your transformation of becoming, okay? Proverbs 23, seven, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Yeah, that's transformation. 
I just said your thinking and feeling and behavior, right? So thinking does not occur in absence of feeling. Thinking and feeling does not occur in absence of acting, of becoming, of behaving. So if I think them positive thoughts, I become the positive person. If I think on negative thoughts, I become that negative person, okay? It, 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 listen, it sounds simple and it's often said so many times, but why don't we do it? Why aren't we doing it? It, 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 it? Some of us has really got to be truthful with ourselves. Stop blaming the next person. Stop blaming mama. Stop blaming family. Stop blaming whomever, okay? Start doing the work for yourself if that's where you are, okay? As you think, you become. It's as simple as that. And then once you now tore down them negative thoughts, you're replacing them now with positive thoughts. Now let's start replacing it with the mind of Christ. Sorry. And that is Philippians 4, 8 through 9. Okay. Whatever, start thinking on positive qualities that resemble the mind of Christ. Whatever is true whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, lovely, admirable, praiseworthy, excellent, think on those things. See, I just love how the Bible gives us the blueprint on how to manage our thoughts, what to think on, and then start using that to um, aid in our renewing every day, okay? Till we become transformed. Transform mindset. It's right there. We got the blueprint. We got everything we need to develop that transformed mindset. And a question begs again, why don't we do it? What's holding us back? Why do we rather stay stuck, stagnant, rigid, okay? Taking on the crut of the world, the dirt of the world, the, the hatefulness of the world. We rather take on all of that than operate in our calling clearly given to us. What's up with that, sisters? What's up with that? You got to check yourself. Listen, you know the saying, check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? So now here in conclusion. So who are you? Are you the mindset conformer or are you the mindset transformer? What I do on a yearly basis, and this is a personal, my self-care, routine. Um, at the end of every year, I always do self-reflection. 
on how did I start the beginning of the year and where am I now at the end of the year? And I just go through a whole inventory of every aspect of my life, um, the good, the bad, the indifferent, the ugly, the, the question marks, all of that. And I start addressing um, thoughts that accompany, you know, let's say an unfavorable um, outcome on whatever it may be. Could I have done something different? Did I consult God? Did I go before God? Did he direct my steps? I mean, you got to go through that on your own. No one can't tell you. But that's my way of always seeking to become a better Zanetta. Not just for me, but you know, for my for, for my son. I'm setting, I'm setting the example. He's turning into a young man on me. So I want to be able to model mindset that's transformed, even though life is going to hit us no matter what. How we handle it is the key. What we do with it is the key. Do we allow that to break us or to bless us? Okay. So self-care is crucially important, not just to the physical, but to the mind as well. So where is your mindset? Do you know who you are? Are you questioning, are you questioning your relationship, the quality of your relationship with other people? be it with your sisters, other women, partners in relationship, um, partners on um, uh, your uh, work relationship with employers. Start checking yourself, okay? Start going through the mental checklist of your belief system. Where is it rooted? Where is it derived from? Where did you get it from? Is it working for you or is it working against you? Okay. Is it biblically based? Is it worldly based? Is it based on tradition? Is it based on culture? You are the only one that can answer those questions, but it's vitally important to your mental health because mental health and mindset, they work together they're not an operation, okay? The brain is not different from any other part of the body, but it's the control center. It controls everything. So why do we separate that? Why do we not take mental health just as important as the physical health, okay? Ask yourself again, am I a conformer or am I a transformer, okay? And thank you. Dr. Z, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm messed up. You got me over here messed up. Messed up. Messed up. Amen. Is all I can say. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> I knew today was going to be amazing. I knew God was going to show up, but I'm like, dang, you know i'm like oh my goodness does anybody have any questions comments anything please 
anybody. Cause look, Dr. Z, I Amen. so much. I love you. Amen. I love you. I love you. I love you. You touched on some things that I, one thing that I shared um, the first Saturday about the butterfly. Mm. Wow. Yes. Yes. Um, and then, I mean, everything you shared was amazing. But um, the butterfly stood out with me and everything that you shared about us as women, as sisters, mess me up, mess me up. It's sisterhood, that's something that I'm so, 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 so passionate about. And I don't even think yeah. I've told you about it. I have something going on in September, so we got to talk. Okay. About that, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you for one more thing. One more thing. Um, I do want to share. Um, okay. Chris is still on. Chris has a birthday today. So happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> and she also got baptized last week, y'all. Okay. Praise God. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Amen. Okay. Wanted to share that. Um, Dr. Z, what's your contact info? If anyone is interested in like counseling, um, what's you, what's your website for that? I actually I had it on the last page of my um PowerPoint. Um here I can show you that. There you go. It's right there at the bottom. Okay, awesome. Okay, can you see it? Yeah, so if anybody okay. is interested, please take down, um, well, I call her Dr. Z, so I'm sorry, but Minister Zanetta, take down her information, okay? And I'm going to be, this has been recorded, so everybody that's on here today will get a um, the audio version of this. Um, and lastly, Dr. Z, I want you to go ahead and just pray for everybody, if you do not mind. Sure. I see someone has their raised hand. I'm sorry. Let me see. Portia. Portia, that's my girl. Come on, Portia. What you got to say? You going to talk to us? You going to come up off of mute? I'm sorry. I didn't know how to work this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my phone. But yes, um, I thank you so much. That was a blessing. Everything that you said, you were on point with Amen. it because us as women, we have to uplift each other because if we don't uplift each other, who will? Mm, right. Yes. Right. So that was really on point. And I thank you for that message. Amen. Amen. You're welcome. Okay. Yo, I'm going to tell you that's, that's my BFF right there. That's my girl. That's my girl. That is my buddy. Anything I have going on, she she comes through and supports. So I, I love you, Portia. You know I do. So <laughs> that's my buddy right there. Um, hey, I just want to say, can she please put her information back up again? Oh, yes. Sorry. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Z. Sure. Um. Um, yes, I do. I work with a company called First Generation Life, and I would love to get 
um, to get together with you. I would love for you to speak to the group. Oh, wow. Okay. Mine. Praise God. Okay. Yes. Yes. So that was awesome. Thank you so much for those nuggets. Amen. Listen, God, get, get the glory. I told Dr. T, I don't know what's going to happen today. I'm forewarning you now. <laughs> so I am blessed to hear that it was well received. Yes. Yes, it was. It really was. I'm sorry. There's some stuff here in the chat. Let me just check it really quickly. Okay, you're welcome, Chris. Okay, Dr. Z, the floor. I would, I would, if you will, would highly recommend one book that like just whew, is good. So it is called Telling Yourself the Truth. Let me see if I can share it with you guys. So it's telling yourself the truth. Mm -hmm. Who's the author? And it's a Christian, Christian um, authors. I mean, they use, can you see it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I, I mean, this book is just, I'm speechless, okay? <laughs> but it's, it helps for those who are dealing with depression, anxiety, um, fear, anger, um, thoughts, things we tell ourselves mm -hmm. and how to combat that. I, I mean, it is, it works along the line with um, cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's why it's so effective because it's, it, it's, it's good with restructuring the thoughts that we, the things that we tell ourselves. Yes, ma'am. I mean, it, it, it's so that that I would highly recommend to anybody, not just you know if you're suffering with depression or anything, but for anybody, good. It's a good, good, good self therapy, if you will. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna see if I can put the link in the chat. Uh oh. What happened? I, I can't do it from here. Yeah, when I send out the um, recording, I'll put the link in the email for everybody to that book. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? Yes, ma'am. Ready to pray? Okay. So if we can all bow our heads. Lord, Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this session. Father God, I thank you for Dr. T, your daughter, oh, Father God, my sister, oh, Father God, my divine sister, oh, Lord God. Father God, I just thank you for your good and perfect plan and purpose that you have for each and every one of us, oh, Father God, as women as sisters to one another, our Father God, you get the glory. We may not know how and when and why you connect us with who you do, 
but we know it's all working accordingly to your purpose, to your plan, oh, Father God. So, Father God, I thank you for each and every sister, oh, Father God, who joined in on today, oh, Father God. For those who were meant to be here, they were meant to receive what you put forth, oh, Father God. Father God, may it now be a seed planted within their minds, and it's up to you, oh, Father God, to water it, oh, Father God, and allow it to grow so now their mindsets will begin the transformation, the renewing process, oh Lord God, of becoming who you have called them to be in their respective areas of their life, oh Father God. I understand we all may not understand that we are all on different levels and walks with you, oh Father God, but you allow each and every one of us to come together to encourage and support the growth that is there so we can now develop that driven mindset towards the kingdom mindset. In the name of Jesus, oh Father God, may your hand continually stay upon each and every one of us, oh Father God. May we each individually walk into the calling and to the purpose that you have called us to be in the name of Jesus, oh Father God. Those who may be struggling, oh Father God, I pray that you will assist them and help them tear down those negative thoughts, oh Father God. Submit them unto the obedience of Christ, oh Father God, and replace them with the word of God that says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are your masterpiece, oh Father God. No matter how we look, how we walk, how we talk, you made us uniquely fine, uniquely created, uniquely detailed to serve whatever purpose you have called upon our life, oh Father God. Let each and every one of us operate in that. Let us not compare one another, but to lift one another, to encourage each other. In the name of Jesus, oh Father God, I pray that each and every one here was here for a reason, whatever stuck out for them was for them. Now use it and grow it in the name of Jesus that they will be better than when they better now than when they were before. In the name of Jesus, you said all we need to have is just a seed of faith and you will take care of the rest, oh Father God. Let all that was shared today be that seed, oh Father God. And now you work the rest in your miraculous way, oh Father God. Have your way, oh Lord. Father God, we thank you. We praise you for today. And as always, oh Father God, you will get the glory out of our lives and every experience we encounter, we know you are using it to shape us for your glory. And it's in Jesus' name that we all pray. Amen. 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 Okay, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Z. I want to thank everybody for coming on today. I do want to remind you that Next Saturday is our last mindset workshop. We have uh, the speaker is going to be Dr. Cassandra Brown, and her topic is mindset and prayer. Okay, so if you have not signed up, I encourage you to do so because just like today, okay, next Saturday is going to be amazing. I already know God is going to show up and show out again. So if you're not signed up, please do so. 
Um, I will be uh, getting this recording together. Everyone that was on today will get a, a copy of this. I'll also send a link to the uh, book that Dr. Z has um, recommended. And um, I'll also put her information in there again as well if no one got a chance to take it down. Okay, so again, thank you for coming, Dr. Z. We're going to be talking, okay? <laughs> thank you again, my sister. I love you all. I wish you nothing but the best and just enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone.